0: That's more like what we want to see from the Seattle defense, right? The offense does ha, did exactly what we expected to do and what it has done mostly this year, but the defense came up big this week, right? Is that what we want to see? Is that what everybody's looking for? What's going on, everybody? This is Robert English, your SoCal Seahawk, and thank you for choosing to join me. On this edition of short yardage. And we are coming off of a Seahawk win. And it's never a bad day uh, when you know the Seahawks win. And they won in mostly um impressive fashion on Sunday against the San Francisco 49ers. And it was a game, you know, going into it, that was looking like it had some pretty high importance. Um, and could potentially have been a dangerous game, uh, being a division game. The Niners looking like maybe they were getting on track, um, a division game where we just lost to a division rival, um, you know, and it, it, to, to go down, uh, you know, 0-2 in the division um, in, a, in a, what looks like it could have been a tight race, might be a tight race. Um, uh, that, would have been, that would have been no bueno for the Hawks. Uh, but it didn't work out that way. Didn't work out that way. Seattle ended up winning the game in mostly impressive
1: fashion. So, um,
0: yeah, Seattle, after a slow start, um, you know, the Seahawks went out there and continued their prolific ways on offense, um, scoring over 30 points for the sixth time this season um, and taking down the divisional uh, rival Niners in the process. Um, Both teams entered the game on Sunday beaten up to say the least, right? Um, You know, already without Jamal Adams, uh, we were also taking the field without Shaquille Griffin, um, you know, which stood to be an issue uh, because we don't get much of a pass rush. Uh, On offense, neither one of our our top running backs were out there, uh, so that left uh, DJ Dallas to shoulder the load. Um, but DJ Dallas, you know, had a workmanlike effort, um, and did all right. Um, despite these shortcomings though, Russell Wilson was able to cook as he has all season, uh, 261 yards, four touchdowns, no picks, pass a rating of 128.3. Uh, Russell just doing what he does. And I mean, if he just continues this, I mean, he's gotta be a shoe in for MVP. Um, uh, if, if this continues, right. Uh, DK Metcalf was the ultimate beneficiary of uh, Russell's time in the kitchen on Sunday. Um, I'm calling him the new best wide receiver in football, finishing the day with 12 catches, 161 yards and two touchdowns, um, including the 46-yard catch and run uh, where, I mean, he caught a a slant and showed off otherworldly class speed all the way to the house. Um DK Metcalf is a monster. He's a beast. He's big, he's strong and he's fast. I don't know what these de- what these defenses are going to do. Um the surprise of the day though, however, was on the defensive side of the ball, right? Much maligned this season, the the, the Seahawks defense um had its best showing of the year. Uh for 3 quarters at least, right? Uh, At halftime, Jimmy Garoppolo had managed a very pedestrian 10 of 15 for 78 yards and a pick. I can only imagine that the the faces of 12s everywhere were delighted at that stat line, you know, at the break, um, considering, you know, QBs, elite or otherwise, have mostly carved us up this season. The run defense was just as strong um, in in the first half. Frisco ran for only 48 yards on 18 carries in the first half.
1: In the third quarter, the
0: Niners were completely, completely inept. Only had the ball twice, going three and out both times. They gained a grand total of one yard. The Niners gained one yard in the third quarter, in the third quarter to be able to just to say that is is unbelievable that you held an NFL offense to 1 yard gained in an entire quarter of football. I mean that's that's huge. That's huge. Now, when the fourth quarter came along, you you know, everything seemed to flip-flop, right? And 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 not so much flip-flop, but the San Francisco offense got moving. Nick Mullins came in. uh, Garoppolo got benched, or I guess he re-injured a a nagging injury and ended up on the bench. Um, And Nick Mullins comes in, and Nick Mullins has already shown that he can play football. Um, So he comes in and starts tossing the ball all over the field and had himself an actual pretty decent day in just one quarter of football. But you got to consider the fact that it was mostly garbage time. We were up big when he came in, you know, and granted, you know, he did bring them within within what you might call striking distance. But we went down and scored another uh, got in the end zone again at the end of the game to, you know, basically um, put the game out of reach. Um, a great game by the Seahawks. Don't let the score fool you. Uh, the game was not nearly as close as the score suggests. That was a good old fashioned butt kicking by the Seahawks against their uh division rival, and if I mean, okay, was it Jimmy Garoppolo not having a great day? there's legitimate you know you know there's legitimate conversation to be had there about that um because quarterbacks have tore us up this season. I mean we're six and one, but in every single game we've played this year, quarterbacks have had decent days, if not epic days so Uh, Is it okay to relax? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, But that all being said, you know, you can't you can't not talk about how good the defense played for three quarters. Um, You know, it's it's uh, it's it's there's still a lot to be fixed and some of it may be fixed coming up this week, Um, you know. But before we go into next week, just a couple of, you know, uh, highlights. Um, DK Metcalf, DK Metcalf, um, what are you going to do about DK Metcalf? I I, I, I don't know that this Seahawks team can be stopped on offense with the weapons that we have. When you go, when you, when you take out DK, Tyler Lockett tears you apart. If you take out Tyler, DK Metcalf tears you apart. And David Moore just keeps coming up clutch. David Moore is catching clutch passes in the end zone. He's taking he's taking jet sweeps, uh, um, uh, you know, around over the around the corner and and gaining big first downs. I mean, he's just like almost like a gadget player at this point. And he's every time he touches the ball, something good happens pretty much. I mean, we are a prolific offense and it's still kind of foreign, you know, feeling to, to even say it um it's 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 very strange it's very strange to me I'm still getting used to it I'm still getting used to this team being an offensive team and not having any defense to rely on and still winning games there's a lot of talk about whether or not this is sustainable it's a legit question the defense has a lot of work to do a lot of work to do um You know, but we're getting better. Jamal Adams potentially is coming back this week. Uh, Carlos Dunlap is, I believe, good to go. I mean, those are two players um, that very likely are going to have an instant positive, um, you know, effect on these on this defensive, uh, um, you know, productivity. So. What about DJ Reed with the interception? DJ Reed went out there in his first game, uh, starting at, at corner, and uh, didn't do too bad. He got himself an interception. Um, he was targeted, I believe, nine times, five balls caught on him. Um, he had two passes defensed, um, gave up uh, 78 yards, if I'm, if I'm remembering his stat line correctly. Not a bad day. Um you know, for, you know, for kind of just being thrusted into the position, uh, into the situation. I think uh, he, if he can continue to play like that, he's going to have an opportunity to, you know, fight for that spot. And, and ideally he'll only get better as, as time goes on.
1: But is this sustainable? Is it sustainable? Can we can we keep this up the way things
0: are? Um, you'll hear me talking with the guys on Seattle Sports Union. Don't forget to check out Seattle Sports Union. That's Seattle on the Web at Seattle Sports on Twitter. Um, check out myself, Abraham Deweese, Brian Solak and the rest of the team for our unlicensed professional opinions on um, everything. Seattle Sports, um, from the Mariners to the Mist, and of course, our Seattle Seahawks. But I was talking to the team uh, in the podcast, uh, SSU podcast, that, you know, is, is what we're doing here in Seattle going to be sustainable um, all the way through, you know, December and, and in through the playoffs? You know, when we got to play these elite teams. Um, can we win a Super Bowl like this? and a lot of the opinions are are you know is a lot of the opinion is no most opinions are no um we can't but i challenge that notion i i think i think that okay we are the highest scoring offense in
1: football right now by like four points a game um i mean What team goes out there and scores 35 points a game? Not many.
0: Not many. What I've learned with this Seattle Seahawks team for the last few years, even when we've still been the that defensive team, is that when it comes down to it, we are able to go out there and score with anybody. Right? We don't get we don't get, you know, Outscored very often. I mean, whether win or lose, we don't get blown out, is the point. I talk about the, you know, uh, a Houston game a couple years ago. I talk about a Pittsburgh game a couple years ago, where big points were being scored when it was thought that if Seattle, if you can keep Seattle under 20, what, 24, 23 points, you'll beat them. But we go out there and we score with the big scorers. And now we're the big scorer. We're the
1: big scorer now, consistently. And who's going to keep up with us? That's a question that I, that I, that I, you know, in, I mean, you got Kansas City, right? We won't see them to the Super Bowl. You know, if, if, if you've got to, you've got to score 35 points
0: to think about beating us. And that's, a, that, that, that's not a, that's not an easy task against any defense, even a defense as porous as the Seattle defense has been, um, you know, mostly this season. Scoring 35 points is not easy. So um, I think this is sustainable, uh, certainly because we're only going to get better. The, 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 the idea is and, and the chances are that we're not going to get any worse. Right. Let me knock on wood, but uh, we're probably not going to get worse. We'll likely get better. So even if we don't turn into an epically great defense, you know we should be able to get good enough to start making some stops on the defense side of the ball. Third downs are going to get better, right? We're already opportunistic, and I say um, that being opportunistic is. Very is highly valuable. You may not, you may give up a lot of yards between the twenties, you know, throughout a game. But it, but if if when the opposing offense makes a mistake, you're able to capitalize on it, that means the world to a football game. And I think uh, I think this Seattle team uh, is poised to keep winning football games. In much of the same fashion that they have. You know, we're not gonna, we, you're gonna, you're, the teams we play against are gonna get in the end zone. But can they get in there as much as we can? And so far, to the tune of six and one, the answer is no. And I think we can keep this up. I think we can keep this up. Now we go to Buffalo. So here's another test. Um, you know, as if the previous games haven't been tests, but. Um, you know, Buffalo is a good football team. You know, uh brand new, you know, I say, you know, leading that division. You know, it's a division, it's a division that you don't typically see Buffalo winning. it's been dominated by New England forever. And here we go with Buffalo, um, you know, leading the pack over there. And um And they got a quarterback in Josh Allen who is very good in the pocket and super good with his feet. Um, they've got a couple running backs there in, um, running back Devin Singletary and, um, Zach Moss. Singletary and Moss both had very good games against New England last week. Um, both carry, both guys got 14 carries. Singletary managed 86 yards, and Moss had 81. Um, 6.1 average per carry, 5.8 average per carry, respectively. So, I mean, those are good numbers. though, that, that's that's over a hundred, over 160 yards between the two of them. Um, and both guys well over five yards of carry. Moss got in the end zone twice. Uh, Josh Allen ran for 23 yards and a touchdown himself on 10 carries. Um, I mean, this team is poised to do big things this year. I don't know if they're going to be able to, you know, hang with teams like Pittsburgh or, or Kansas City, um, but they're looking good. They're certainly, they certainly can take us down a peg if we don't go in there, uh, you know, ready, ready for the day. Um, Stefan Diggs had six catches for 92 yards. Um, this is a team that seems to play balanced. And I think balance is the Achilles heel of the Seattle Seahawks. I think if you are able to remain balanced on offense, you keep Seattle, um, honest on defense. And that's not good for us. We, we have to get out there and score quick like we did against, um, uh, you know, uh, like we've done many times this season. Uh, We started a little slow against San Francisco um, on Sunday, but ultimately ended up getting up on them. And then you take the running game out of it. Uh, There's a little bit of a kind of a gray area with Seattle's run defense because in the games where teams were able to run, teams ran pretty well. But the games where we stopped the run, or at least appeared to stop the run, the reason was because we jumped up on teams so quick, we took the running game out of the out of the equation. So unfortunately, as much as I'd like it to be the case, um, I don't know that our run defense is as good as it seems. Right now, I think we're number nine in the league against the run. Um, but I believe that number is a little skewed because if, you, if we go out there against somebody and and we go down 10 nothing early, I think, um, you know, that our run defense is going to have a rough day. Um, uh, so we, we, we can't allow that. We certainly can't allow that. Um, so Seattle's going to have to get out there and, and, and just, I mean, take the fir- their, first, their first drive. Hopefully we can win the toss and go down there and score with our first drive of the game. That will be ideal. Uh, we've got to make Buffalo one-dimensional. We've got to make everybody one-dimensional. Um, the defense just isn't good enough uh, to really have the game, you know, in their hands. Unless, of course, it's with us playing with a, with a multiple-score lead. And all we got to do is make that one play late, you know, to seal it. I, I'm confident in that. I'm confident in the situation that we had against the Niners. I'm confident in the situation that we had against Atlanta, um, Dallas. You know, uh, even Miami, um, you know, but, uh, you know, in, in the, the the Minnesota situation, mm. that's that that's rough. That's rough. And the Arizona situation, that's rough. Arizona, I don't know. I think the Arizona game might be a bit of an anomaly. I mean, it's that quarterback is. He he he's the best athlete in the NFL, and it's I mean who what are you gonna do about it? You know what are you gonna do with with our defense? What are you gonna do about Kyler Murray? It's gonna be tough when we got to play them again. So maybe maybe we'll be fourteen and two this year. Our two losses will be against uh, Arizona. But Buffalo, um, Buffalo didn't look you know world beatingly impressive world world beating league? is that did i say that i don't think that's a word but they they didn't look overly impressive much better um against new england um new england is not good um and i would have liked to see uh buffalo beat them a little harder um and i would be a little more scared going into this game um but uh new england is just not a good team um and for uh buffalo to have the um you know the the time they had beating them um you no know, i'm 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 just not uh i mean they just they let them hang around and so i'm not i'm not uh I'm not overly impressed ten o'clock start time um you know one of those bugaboos that we used to have that we don't really have anymore um Seattle has just has turned turned you know turned that around we are there i say at a good 10 a.m. East Coast team now. Um, we've been free of the COVID bug, you know, uh, you know, halfway through the season. Hopefully we can keep that up. Cause it's uh getting it just it gets one team after another. It got um, I can't remember the name of the player now from uh San Francisco, right after we played them. Somebody goes down with COVID. So now we're worried about is anybody in Seattle, you know, going to test positive? And that's all we need now is for, you know, someone to go down with COVID. So, but should be a good game coming up here against the Buffalo Bills. Um, I gave my prediction, um, on the SSU podcast. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Um, because we have another quarterback in in Josh Allen who can move in the pocket. Um, I I believe that it's going to be uh, Seattle's uh, defense. It's going to be the Seattle defense's game to win or lose for us. The offense is going to do what they do. Um, the defense is going to have to find a way to make a play when it counts. Um, I'm saying Seattle wins this game by a touchdown. Um, Josh Allen is going to, uh, have the opportunity to bring his team back late in this game. Um And he's going to fall short. The defense will make a play. And Seattle wins this game by a touchdown, uh, 38-31. That's
1: my call. 38-31 Seahawks. That's all I'm going to give you for this
0: episode of Short Yardage. Um, make sure that you are liking and subscribing to the show. Uh, we are on Spotify. We're on Podbean. We are on uh, Apple Podcasts. And uh, make sure you check out Seattle Sports Union as well. SeattleSportsUnion.com, at SeattleSportsU on Twitter. This is Robert English, your SoCal Seahawks, signing off. Go Hawks!